Uh, welcome to March. Welcome to March in solitary confinement in the digital age. I'm here to uh, commemorate the beginning of this new month. This is the one month anniversary of the first day that solitary confinement in the digital age, the couch cast, really got serious, really became a work of fourth cinema. One month ago today on February 1st, I, I decided that would be a great therapeutic thing for me was to turn this couch cast into a work of fourth cinema. I decided to attempt to, to work a regimen. Um, I decided that sobriety was going to be my vehicle sobriety has been my vehicle throughout this whole month and I kind of like to look back and to see where the vehicle has taken me. Today's also a metaphoric day. Uh, it's going to be plus seven during the day and then it's going to go down to minus 11 at night. So at first I wasn't going to really start a fire. It's nice. It's March 1st. It's a crazy day. It's going from plus seven to minus 11. That's a pretty big swing in temperature, in my opinion, for a place. Uh, so I'm looking backwards. It's a very nice little, uh, I guess it's a, a state of bardo, I guess is what the Buddhists might say. Well, not really, but it's a transitional, it's a li not lim well, liminal, every transition is liminal. It's liminal, it's transitional. It's uh, potentially precarious. Uh, you must be caught, must be cautious, like one crossing a wintry stream. Sobriety is my vehicle. It's also a day, you know, some people are, oh, look upon, it all depends on your imagination. How March, how this month is to me, to you, to anybody, is all depends on how we use our imaginations. And if we use our imaginations, to create successful pictures, to focus on things we enjoy, not to fish the swamp, to be good people in ourselves, to feel in our hearts that we are doing our best. If we use the month in that fashion, as a celebration of our existence, of our finite existence, we only have so many days. March is a significant month. A lot of, a lot of people significant to me including myself, began their earthly existence in March. I like the word March. March is, there's Pisces and there's Aries, fish and, fish and lunatics, fish and chips, sorry. Fish and Luna chips, Luna, Luna. Today I remembered that I saw, I was writing, in my writing, I uncovered, and I just, I've kept it in there. I don't know, it doesn't really apply, but I'm trying to figure out a way. I was writing about the lunar eclipse, and I remember seeing, I was in Sydney, Australia, for the lunar eclipse, for a lunar eclipse. I don't know what year that was. I, gotta, I should check that out. Lunar eclipse, seen from Sydney, and I was walking around Sydney Harbor. I must have been hungover because I wasn't drinking, put it that way. For me to be alone in Sydney walking around 
I was either hungover or totally broke and only had my, it was one of the two. But anyway, I was walking around and that was when, that was probably, that's a significant time for me because that was when I saw the world changing. That's what I got to write about. That's what I got to, I got to elaborate on that, that I saw the world changing. That's why I've got to, that's why the lunar eclipse has got to be in there because this is towards the end of Beef Hampton. And that's what I saw. That was the first event. Okay, that was, you can imagine at that beautiful Harbor, Harbor Bridge, Sydney Opera House, the beautiful places to stroll around there. You can imagine how many people would have been down there for the lunar eclipse. It was amazing. It was such an exciting night. That whole waterfront was lined with people. And what I saw for the first time in my life was the spectacle of technology because everyone had their phone pointed at the moon. Everyone. I don't think I did. Maybe I did for a little. I probably did for a little bit. I'm sure I would have. I'm sure I would have. I'm sure I would have filmed it too. Yeah, I was struck by it. It's kind of interesting. But to me, more interesting were the people. It was more the way the people reacted to it than the actual eclipse itself. The eclipse is just a, it's just going on. Anyway, I should clean up a little today. He's clean, he's tidy. I cleaned a little bit yesterday. But I should clean earlier in the day. Just like doing yoga earlier in the day might be good. <sighs> March 1st, in like a lamb, out like a lion. Solitary confinement, fourth cinema, the fourth, March the fourth, fourth cinema, numerology, Taoism, seriousness, like one crossing, resolute, like one crossing a wintry stream. That is how Lao Tzu describes the sages of old because they are that cautious they are that they are that not cautious not concerned they're just careful they're crossing the stream they're not afraid they're stepping on the rocks the water is rushing and um, the sages are the ones who are resolute like one crossing a wintry stream and that is a quality of life that i'm going to try to take a little more seriously a lot well i am it's just happening it's just happening. Sobriety has been my vehicle to that, that it is happening. Sobriety, more than sobriety, because it's been, there's been spiritual effort. If there's, sobriety is, I, I guess sobriety has been my vehicle to the spiritual effort, and it's the spiritual effort that I need to make. But I can't make it. You can't make the spiritual effort when you're drunk. You can't experience things that are spiritual. You can be a hierophant. There are definitely bizarre shamanic levels of drunkenness. The universe talks to the drunks just like it talks to everybody else. And occasionally drunks can get on that wavelength. That's not to be disputed. I'm not here to totally disparage drunkenness. Absolutely not. But for me, that's a different story. It's certainly become a different story. So as I sweep sweep to relax there's a beautiful there's a beautiful line somewhere in 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao that it just refers to the theme of sweep and he just says sweep 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 it's the meditation it just 
the piece talks of it is the meditative power of sweeping and it is about the meditative power of sweeping. Feng Ming Dao is definitely one of the finest, most concise poets. Um, he said Taoism got him out of drinking. That was, I remember that from his, he had been drinking. He was Chinese, he grew up in San Francisco. I wonder if they know each other. Deng Ming Dao and Chris Prentice, that's a curious one. That is a very, very curious scenario. Because those two guys, Chris Prentice is Wu Wei. Deng Ming Dao is Deng Ming Dao, or he's got some other... Someone once criticized him because he also has a... I guess he also has an American name. I think it's beautiful using the two names. Another... Anyway, March the 1st, <clears throat> a difficult month, month, but a triumphant month. It's good to feel, it's good to look back on a month, looking back on a whole month, and feeling generally pretty good about Sort of who I am becoming. And this couch cast is essential. That's one of the things I wanted to point out. Looking back, looking back, this couch cast has been there with me. I've done what I've needed to do via this couch cast. I've said, I've outed what I've needed to out. I've uttered, I've wrote poems of joy, of sorrow, of rage. I've done it all through. I've distilled it, I've brought it out. I've addressed it. I've grown from it already via the couch cast. Via the couch cast. You could say miles to go before I sleep, but that's kind of a, that's, uh-oh, uh-oh, get in there. Oh, no. Come on. That doesn't even matter. That doesn't even matter. That's kind of a, I thought I'd unplug the computer for a second in my sweeping. This miles to go before I sleep, which is, you know, that one's, of course, about December 21st, the longest evening of the year. And I love that poem. I never found it about suicide, though. I had to review that in university, and I had never even considered it being suicidal poem. That was an odd one, because my professor said, you've missed the cheat. It's a, nice, it's a nice analysis, but you've missed the whole point of the poem. This poem's about suicide, my professor told me. I'm still not sure that it is 100% is, but knowing the way Robert Frost liked to write, he, he did like to kind of write that way. Probably He probably whispered to a few people, it's actually about suicide. Oh, I don't know. But, anyway. I don't find that a very good outlook. I mean, it's an okay outlook. Definitely the feeling of nostalgia walking around in a, in a snowy woods at night is an exhilarating and a poignant feeling, and it's a feeling that people should have, but um, I don't think it's the approach towards, I don't think miles to go before I sleep is a is such a great way to look at it. I would rather say, I'm not tired yet. I'm not tired yet. I'm going through life. I should be tired. I'm finding, thank God, thank the Lord, thank the Lord that I'm finding a way not to feel tired. And even if all my efforts are in vain, even if my goals, even if I never reach my goals, I'm 
not gonna die trying. That's even that's that whole that whole effort of struggle. I'm not gonna die. I'm going to die. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna die rejoicing in the way I'm going about achieving my goals. Solitary confinement in the digital age. Something I need. Yes, thinking about this this couch cast, it occurs to me how I mean, listeners kind of are the necessity of listeners is an illusion. The necessity of listeners is an illusion, and um, that's what I think a couch cast could be. A couch cast could maybe in order for it to it should, maybe a couch cast has to be one of these little kind of gems of the internet where they're not promoted. It's an unpromoted. You can't promote a couch cast, whereas a podcast you can you can promote it. Couch cast you just say, and you're just saying it like. Some of the things I've said, I know that not every word I broadcast as a coachcaster, as a prior to that social media buffoon, um, as many things, many hats, many times. Um, I know it's for me. It's this, this, this sobriety is a vehicle, but so is this. Everything is a vehicle towards personal transformation. That is what Fourth Cinema is. It's uh, it's founded on you know, the McLuhan S concept of play that you're at your best when you're playing when there's a when when you're joyous, is joyous when you're joyous of heart. Taking thought for the future, when you're but playing, playing, always playing. That's just as important as all the other things. Like to be, for example, if you were to measure them all, they're all important. They're all necessary. To achieve Wu Wei, you must be able to exhibit all of the virtues, but to be able to exhibit, to be trustworthy, but still playing, but still joyous of heart, you know, to be laughing and crying. That can be done. One can be all of these things. Which is a danger for the uh, for the digital age because in the digital age, in my opinion, people are being reduced to sort of like one thing. You get one thing to be. You're the guy who I don't know. Is that the guy who? What's an example of a guy who is? Is that the lady who threw excrement? Is that the lady who threw excrement? at the staff member in Tim Horton's restaurant because the staff member wouldn't allow her to use the toilet if she wasn't a customer. He cracked down. So she took a poop in the restaurant, picked it up and threw it at the staff member. And that's what she is now. That's her thing in the social media. Social media, one of the things that seems to, the acknowledgement of what it's done, it's a lot, it's in this, the way we're perceiving reality it does not allow it. Social media is like discouraging the complexity of the beings, of all beings. At the most, you're allowed to be sort of three things when we're all so much more than that. Yet we are, we're, we're all becoming brands. We're being reduced to brands. And a brand cannot be too many things. Dosa Keith was kind of the most... Dosa Keith, the most interesting man. 
interesting. My real estate writing, I think the article is like this. It gets hard to tell. I'm, gonna, so I'm working on the part two right now. I'm just going to keep doing it because it's going to be more effective. Part two. Advanced social media tips. This is where I'm going to bring in McLuhan. I had to, yesterday I began the couch cast by declaring that I'd found a way to finally get paid for um, writing McLuhan's name, using McLuhan as a guide, which is what I want to do. Not really, actually, but <laughs> I want to become a teacher of McLuhan. I just want to marvel in McLuhan. I don't want to use McLuhan professionally. Right? It's a lonely planet. I've got this hug to send to somebody. I want to send somebody a hug. The first person to write in, the first person to, no, never mind. There's no contest. Hey, good morning. Here's little Castro waking up. Good morning. Oh, she growled. Okay. Yeah, well, good morning to you, she says. Okay. Thank you, Castro. Hey, how are you doing? We're doing a couch cast. What time is it? 9.40. Stock markets are open today. It's raining right now outside. The tide is out. It's low. Astro's feeling a little uncomfortable. Maybe. I don't know. But we had a nice night last night. We watched popcorn. I watched this stand-up guy called Ryan Hamilton. He was okay. He was kind of a clean stand-up guy. I would lay money on the fact that he's a Mormon. I would lay money on it. In fact, that's what I was thinking last night. In fact, let's do that. That's just something a little interest. Ryan Hamilton, comedian. I bet she's a Mormon. He's from Idaho. Let me see. He might not be. Let me see. Ryan Hamilton. American comedian. Let's see. I bet she's a Mormon. I bet she's a Mormon. American stand-up comedian, observational, sarcastic, and self-deprecating humor, known as a clean comedian. And his material focused on his own experiences. He's branding himself as a clean one. Small yes, he is. He's a Mormon. I knew it. He doesn't say, oh, he was born in 76, so he's my age. Awesome. Small potato farming community. He was born Hamilton. Ryan Hamilton was born in 1976 in Ashton, Ohio, in a small potato farming community. Ah, uh, he attended BYU, Idaho, Brigham Young University, Mormon, it's a Mormon university, receiving an associate degree in journalism and public relations. He then transferred to Brigham Young University, which is different, is pretty much the same thing, and earned a bachelor's degree in public relations. He started performing in Salt Lake City, Utah. Of course he's a Mormon. I picked it. I picked the Mormon. Doesn't say. Why doesn't it say? Doesn't say anything about being a Mormon. Interesting. So obviously the Mormons are controlling this feed. There's a website, Ryan Hamilton Live. Anyway, that was interesting. I feel like I start. I'm going to consider myself one for one in my. Uh, I feel my perception. My skills of perception are still very sharp. Do do do. -do. March the 1st, and Ryan Hamilton's a Mormon. What what tipped me off that he was a Mormon was that 
Actually, when I went to a, when I went, to, I used to go to the Mormon services quite a bit, LDS ones. They were very lovely, very pure moments. I found the Mormon meetings or services, no crosses. Um, it's a three-hour day. First hour general service, second hour, second block, I guess. Um, three block day, first block general service sacrament, which I took. Which I realized as I read further to their faith, that was complete desecration. Of them. I really wasn't qualified, but I was taking it. I was getting out of it. I was, I, I was like, it was working on me, and that's fine. If it was working for me, I take what I can get from God. I've also taken the sacrament in uh, the Catholic Church, not being baptized. Which I guess if I became a baptized Catholic, which is not on my priority list for this year, at least for this month. Month by month? <sighs> March the 1st, M for Mormon, for March, for Mama, for Blair 29, Marshall McLuhan. March the 1st. Stock markets are opening today. It's Monday. I've got through the weekend. I'm entirely broke in the liquidity department. But I've got uh, I've got some measure. Anywho. Oh boy. Ugh. Serious and solemn and afraid and impatient, but you know, today I've got a, today's got to be a focus. Oh yeah, I started talking about the fire and I realized that this little metaphor of keeping the fire is, is quite lovely. And I'm not think what something like, it is supposed to get down to minus 11 tonight. It's plus 7 11, 7 11 kind of day, 7 11, only the dash is a negative sign. It's a 7 11 day. A plus than a minus, and I figured I better start just while it's seven degrees. Why don't I just start heating this room? Like, why don't I start like throughout the day? Just get a little fire going. Don't be so chintzy. I got some wood. It's coming down to minus eleven. There's probably not going to be too many minus eleven days left. I am getting quite low on the wood. It's a bit of a gamble, but you know what? It's okay because I I have some. I have enough wood, and. For a little while, for a few days, I know where to get it. It's fun to get it. It's like being a pioneer. It's a joy to go out and collect wood, knowing that not you're not just going to the beach. You're like it's like going to the store. You're like going to buy firewood, but you just go to the beach. You get some exercise. The beach is glorious, Flower Cove. Although I'm not, I don't know, but I'm definitely not going there in the rain. And I hope it doesn't rain too much because Flower Cove Road is. Hideous in the rain, like hideous. <sighs> I do some yoga, my body feels so much better. So sobriety is my vehicle to spirituality. That's what sobriety is. That's one of my vehicles. That's where that's one of the vehicles sobriety is to me. When I don't drink, when I don't, when I don't drink, 
as I've discovered this month. And when I am spiritual, as I've discovered this month, and sincere, and searching, I'm all of these I'm scattered, I'm scattered. Yeah, when I'm all of these, I'm definitely happy. I'm I'm very grateful. It's been a, it's been such a powerful and informative month for me, and I need to. I start realizing the humility that arrives. I read something. There's another book I read called Bandigi Naman. I was it's a book that I bought across the street from the Golden Temple in Amritsar, India. My guide on that day, Raja told me he knew of a great little bookstore across from the Golden Temple. And we went in there. He took me in there. He selected this book. He's like, you read this. And I've read it. I've read it about four times. Unfortunately, being a crappy Indian shop, it had about 40, it has about 40 pages missing in the section of the prayer. Now, one great mission for me would be, this would be a great mission. Going back to Amritsar, trying to go and find that bookstore which is a mad, like it's a, getting that book and trying to find those the books. I would love to read the 40 pages. Like I was, it's such an interesting read. And this is one of the books where it says, it reads about the ideas of even like an illness mind over matter. It's just, it's just a fact that, that, that your mental state, your imagination causes your physical illnesses. There's a huge connection more so I believe than your diet. I believe your imagination is much more important to your well-being than your diet. Not that diet's not important. See, again, in the, the social media age is conditioning us out of subtlety in our argument. It's one or the other, and it's how fervently, how energetically you, invo you voice this, like, single idea. Rarely is a conversation of many dimensions. And yet we all know, objectively, that really... Every, con every conversation potentially can have infinite dimensions. Every new piece of conversation. Anyway. Wow, I just went back into another conversation. So the pain is still there. It catches me, it renders me silent. But it's okay. It still catches my breath. It just took my breath away. But that's okay. That's okay. Another another great Deng Ming Dao story to remember, which I really would like to I would really like to maybe uh, I just don't know how much reading I want to do. I don't know. I, I'm really missing 365 Dow. I really want to be reading it every day, but something tells me, well, who knows? It's a book to think about because I was just thinking about 
that book that book was definitely I would say that was generally my most favorite daily read 365 Dow by Dang Dow right at times of times gave my brother a book my brother started reading it we both were in it the copy I have which I've lost I believe I've lost now in this past year on the on the Gatineau trip somewhere I'm hoping it's in the storage locker in Gatineau might have been in the RV. I just can't believe it. The 365 Dow book. But one of the things he says in there, and this is what I'm working on, and this is what spirituality will and can do, what the masters do, what the warriors do. Deng Ming Dao talks about two swordsmen they met. One, one, one man was vanquished. He ran into the woods, disappeared in the woods, went away, worked on himself for a while, came back out. The other two met. And the man where he was vanquished, where he was stabbing him, where he tried to get him before he it just didn't work. He hit him in the same place or, or he, the, the opponent hit him in the same place that had beat him before. And he goes, what the heck? What happened? He used to be, I used to be able to get you there. And he said, I went away into the woods and I did some training and I, and I, and I moved my vulnerable spots. I shifted my vulnerable spots, which is an interesting way of putting it. Anyway. Another thing he, another thing Deng Ming Dao says is uh, he compares the soul and the spirit and the mind, the consciousness, to a beach. He's the one that uses the beach metaphor about the scars that you have in that must be you must just let the waves lap in and wash the scars away. The waves of your consciousness become like the sand of a beach and just let the waves wash away your scars. That's another Deng Ming Dao piece of wisdom, and I'm very happy to be. Suddenly burbling Deng Ming Dao bits to you on the 1st of March. Um, wow, it's over. Thank you.